Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. You'll see I'm not alone in the studio today. Joining me is Volunteer Mississippi's new executive director, Miss Susan. And they are up to some good things where you can make a real change in someone's life here in Mississippi by connecting with volunteer opportunities. I love that on y'all's website. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. That's, that's very kind. I think you now correct me if I'm wrong, but you had been with the organization for a little while. We're familiar with it as you moved into your new position. Absolutely. I've been with uh, Volunteer Mississippi since 2007. Started there as an AmeriCorps VISTA leader, which is Volunteers in Service to America, and just kind of stuck around. They haven't gotten rid of me yet. So. They haven't gotten rid And obviously, you haven't gotten tired of Mississippi. Not so. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Okay, so it feels like Volunteer Mississippi kind of explains itself, right? But there's so many good things that you guys are doing. I know it's not beyond volunteering, but within that sort of realm. So when someone asks you, Susan, how do you explain, or what is Volunteer Mississippi? How do you explain that? Well, I would start with our mission, just to engage and support Mississippians of all backgrounds and ages in service to their communities. And service is a very big term, as is community. Uh, we all have service, we are, or we all have communities, rather. Um, but how we work in those communities, what we do for each other, our neighbors, our friends, our family, and what those families, what that means, what that makeup looks like. And so what we want to do is make sure that our opportunities that are out there in Mississippi are known and that there are people to fulfill those opportunities and that need. So we connect them through our uh, fantastic website that was just relatively new. Um, and it's a great platform. All you have to do is go on um, to volunteermississippi.org. Want to volunteer now? Mm-hmm. You look at a calendar. You look at locations. You can do a lot of different uh, searches and filters just to see what's going on. We also have a, a, a connection platform. Every week on Monday, we get a big email with our, from our communications office, who are fantastic. Uh, it's a volunteer now, volunteer today. What can I do this week? And it's just connecting those, those partners and those people and those hands just to make um, our communities a little bit better, a little bit brighter, a little bit stronger. 
And I think, too, just the opportunity for us to get connected, like you said, but then fit in where we can get in and fit in where we want to get in. Because Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the hard things about getting people to move from, I like the idea of volunteering, to, which is a little stagnant, to, like, actually doing it, is they feel like if they sign up for, like, some mass, uh, I guess, catalog or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're going to make them do something they don't want to do or don't like to do or may not mesh well. For me, that would be, like, children <laughs> mm, i understand I do. <laughs> like my children not other people's children that's not true yes it is but uh but but there are or they think there's not something they would enjoy which is also probably not true very very much um a kind of a misnomer when we were talking about service. Like I said, it's kind of a big term. It's very big and broad. Uh, and that means just something different to each person. Uh, in Mississippi, the hospitality state, we like to do things for each other, for our neighbors, for our friends. Um, and a lot of people don't consider consider that volunteering. It just is a Tuesday for them. But that is actually service to, to someone else. And it doesn't have to be, in, well, you are individually serving, but also I see here, get your organi- organization involved. So for businesses listening or church groups listening, or I guess any kind of team building opportunity, mm-hmm. there's opportunities for that as well. Absolutely. So if you're an individual, you can find opportunities to serve. If you're looking on a certain day, you know, I have an afternoon on a Thursday, we have that functionality. But also for organizations who have opportunities, who need volunteers, you're running a race, you're uh, planning a community garden, whatever the case may be. You as that organization can post that opportunity on our site and connect with individuals all over the state looking to do something. Oh, so it's both. So Mm -hmm. if you've got something that needs volunteers, you can connect with Volunteer Mississippi. Absolutely. If you have a group of folks you would like to just work more together and giving back to the community, Mm -hmm. then you can become volunteers, uh, volunteers yourself. I also think an important piece for folks to understand about Volunteer Mississippi, Susan, is the funding opportunities. Mm -hmm. I know you all have different sites. Cycles and they're all different um, sort of grant sizes. But oftentimes these go underutilized or overlooked. So uh, y'all giving away money, how? <laughs> we are uh, in, t- in two main ways, one being through AmeriCorps funding. We are what's known as a pass-through entity. And so we help organizations like the Grenada School District, for instance. They have a, an AmeriCorps program. They receive funding through our offices. And they have AmeriCorps members in their schools tutoring students each and every day in a full-time capacity. So that's kind of a big way of, of funding. Those are, that's their federal dollars as well, which we all know those are fun, <laughs> rather complicated things. Uh, the other side of the house on that is our mini-grant program. Uh, we, are, we are at capacity right now with our mini-grants, but we are opening another competition, as they call them, uh, in the spring just to fund different volunteer projects up to $10,000 that are doing good in your community. One in particular is in Brandon, Mississippi with Rosie's Garden. They built out some elevated um, – beds for for uh, different community garden that then gives back to those who need it exactly yeah, yeah. And so those type of things help them continue their efforts without having to start charging folks or exactly. looking at that in sort of that way mm-hmm. and anybody can apply for those any nonprofit or public entity yep so they can just keep that on their calendar for next spring. But I bet we can get you back, Susan, before, but whenever that opens back up to share a little bit more about that. And then, too, looking on y'all's new website, volunteermississippi.org, you have AmeriCorps, which is how we got you. So this is AmeriCorps MS. What's the difference or what's the same? So something in our vernacular, anyways, we call it Big AmeriCorps. This is the national level of AmeriCorps and national service funding. It's very similar to a, to, to a domestic Peace Corps. Um, 
then we have AmeriCorps Mississippi, and those are our programs, our, our children, who we, whom we love. Um, but these programs uh, are all over the state, several in universities, nonprofit organizations, municipalities that are have a committed, dedicated year of service. Whether they're, they have 10 members or 45 members, they uh, do everything from tutoring to mentoring, environmental restoration. We have Healthy Future programs. We have programs who work with individuals and without disabilities. Um, they, they run the gamut, and it's really serving those communities, those issues identified by communities directly, not just us coming in and say, oh, you need our help. You should do this. It's, it's those identified um, challenges that those communities are really experiencing. If somebody wants to plug in to Volunteer Mississippi, what's the minimum age? Well, to volunteer, we are we are fair game. Uh, we, all ages and backgrounds, and that and all means all. We are looking for volunteers who can work um, with youth who are youth who have a perspective that hasn't been at the table to all of the fifty-five and better crowd uh, for volunteering. Now, for AmeriCorps, we generally at, look for individuals who are seventeen and older. There's not a cap on that age. In fact, some of our some of our most robust members and most engaged are. Um, very well retired, let's say, and they they found a um, a second life through through national service. So it's it's any and all, and we love that about our organization. I want to remind parents, grandparents, caregivers, and any students listening in the car rider line to good things. You can get stellar scholarships That's off of just volunteer hours. So maybe math's not your thing, or basketball ain't your jam. You could still <laughs> make a ride to to college and get it paid for with just putting in a little work ethic. Not that not that you should be bribed to volunteer at that age but it's a great incentive but it's a great incentive and it's also character building and sort of all the other Mm -hmm. things susan where did you get your love of volunteering because obviously you chose to make a career out of this i did i did um finished school and i was in graduate school when hurricane katrina came and wiped us off the map practically um came home and that the following weekend and really saw the need back home in mississippi um my folks are from meridian and that's where i was the following weekend and um it's the need is there, and if you're not fulfilling a need, and Corey, our communications de- deputy director, um, always reminds us that you have to have a purpose. You have to have a why and a drive, and and just seeing the need, physically seeing it is just – that was it. And I'm constantly looking for ways to connect with others and figure out what needs are there and how we connect them. I think a lot of our world's problems could be solved, both community and then also mental health, if we just stepped out and tried to fill a need of something we have to offer to somebody else. Absolutely. I I think that a lot of times we we get caught up in the day-to-day, you know, dropping the kids off. What soccer game do we have? What do I need to get on the table for dinner? Um, if we kind of step back, see the world as it is, and see people where they are, we can really connect with one another, I think, a little bit better. Um, and it helps us just to get along better and, and, and see each other as neighbors and not both. So how do we get connected? Well, first go to volunteermississippi.org. That's Mississippi all spelled out. Um, it has all of our information from programs to funding opportunities to anything you ever wanted to know about volunteering or national service. But you can also give us a call at 601-432-6779, and Megan, our stellar office manager, will help you out whichever direction you need to go, whether that's volunteering, national service, whatever the case may be. Susan, I appreciate your time. Congratulations again. Look forward to having you back. we got some mini-grants to talk about coming Absolutely. up in the spring. So, all right, that'll be great. All right, you guys stick with, stick with us. We've got more for you up next.
Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. So many good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Now, don't you forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events in your area or the ones we'll highlight today. Joining us first is Miss Tina Robbins. She's with the Aberdeen Visitors Bureau, and they're gearing up for the Buka White Blues Festival. Did I say it right, Tina? Well, it's Bucka. Bucka. But yes, I said it the yes. same way last year, I do believe. So, Bucka. <laughs> That's okay. It gets, you know what? It gets the conversation started, right? That's right. That's right. So, this is a big one. It's voted one of the best, uh, in Mississippi by travel of 2023. So, that's, that's impressive. How long has this been going on? This will be our 15th year for the festival. So that's a long time. So folks really have gravitated towards it. So it must be a big weekend there in Aberdeen. What's going to happen? So we have nonstop blues honoring our legendary Bucka White, who was from Aberdeen, still has family members here who come out and celebrate with us at the festival. And then we have lots of kids' activities. We have a barbecue and a steak cook-off competition going on, and as well as a catfish tournament. And um, some of the fun uh, kids' activities, we're going to have a petting zoo. We've got to have inflatables, face painting, all those fun things. But this year, for the first time, we're going to have mini golf. Oh, fun. So lots of fun things happening. Um, obviously, there's going to be food, and the music is going to be going all day long into the night. So if you, you're you already probably registered if you know you're going to do the steak cook-off, right? Or is that a last minute? How does that work? There's a little bit of last minute. They can go to our website that has the link straight to the registration form, and it is buckawhitebluesfestival.com. Really easy to follow, and it'll take you right to the registration for maybe a last-minute entry. Probably tomorrow is the absolute deadline. And when you say a catfish uh, contest, is that like fishing, or is that cooking, or...? That is a fishing tournament, um, so it's the Southern Best Catfish Tournament that happens in conjunction with the Blues Festival, and um, they head out, the registration's at 5 a.m. that morning, and they head out at Safe Light and come back in by 3 o'clock for the weigh-in, but this year they're adding kids for um, fishing from the bank to help foster fishing um, and with the younger generations and getting them interested and with helpers there on the bank to assist them and kind of guide their way through it. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, what time does the first music kick off, though, Tina? The music begins at 1130. The first band will start at 1130. All righty. And if we want to plan our trip to Aberdeen, remind us, where, where is Aberdeen, Miss Tina? <laughs> Sure. Aberdeen is located along Highway 45, 
And uh, if you're looking at the state, we're going to be in between Tupelo and Columbus, just north of Starkville. So we're right in the pocket right there. And the festival happens at the Blue Bluff Recreation Area. We have a beautiful campground. The site is along the Ten Tom Waterway. We get a gorgeous sunset for a free bonus. We've got boat docking. You can uh, bring your boat uh, if you're coming in um, with free boat docking. and Sit out there and enjoy the sounds and everything right there from your boat. Can you still sign up for the fishing tournament? I was just thinking that if if someone's yes. just now hearing about that. You can. You sure can because they'll have their, their organizational meeting. They do have a captain's meeting, but um, we've got a link to that as well. So you can sign up uh, right up until the time for the tournament. Well, Miss Tina, where can we go if maybe we miss some of this good stuff about the Bucca White Blues Festival? So it's going to be BuccaWhiteBluesFestival.com. We also have our own Facebook page with Buck White Blues Festival with all the details on there with an event page as well. Well, I learned a new word today, Tina. Actually, I learned it again because I do remember messing that up. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It is fine. It is fine. We're on the Mississippi Blues Trail honoring Buck White and two other bluesmen, but um, his name was Booker White, and when it was, he was on a radio show, and it was said Bucca, and it stuck. And so he is known as Bucca White, uh, recorded his music under that with Aberdeen Blues being one of his main songs, and so we love celebrating him. Oh, that's awesome. What a cool story, and I'm just glad mine's not sticking. I like Bucca much better than <laughs> the other sort of way of, of saying it, but uh, fun facts behind there, cool things you can learn when you get out and enjoy these local festivals. So, Tina, I'm hoping y'all for great weather, great festival weather, and a big turnout, so I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah, from Aberdeen, we're going to Carroll County. They've got a great um, pilgrimage and Pioneer Day festival um, coming up. Pamela, I just can't talk today, so I'm going to let you do it. You tell us all that's coming up uh, this weekend. Well, this uh, weekend will be our 15th Carrollton Pilgrimage and Pioneer Day Festival. It's hosted by two organizations, the uh, Carrollton Pilgrimage Board and the Carroll Society for the Preservation of Antiquities. The pilgrimage is, as you might think, uh, tours of homes and churches and other historic buildings. And then the Pioneer Day Festival is music and food and crafts and arts and good fellowship. Good fellowship. It sounds like, too, a good history lesson and maybe, you know, all that has been in the past there in Carrollton County or in Carrollton. So, I mean, kind of take us back. How old are some of the sites you get to see or some of the places you might get to visit in terms of, of building or structures? One of the buildings, um, the Merrill Museum, is thought to be have built in uh, 1834. So it's the oldest brick building that we have. Um, there are some other homes and other buildings that are not brick that still exist. And um, we have Stanhope, Lumreek, the Campbell Cottage, and Coatsworth. Those are the homes that are open. The... Um, are these people's actual homes? I didn't mean to interrupt you, Miss Pamela. Were these people who live there and then they opened it up just for the pilgr- uh, pilgrimage? Or is it? are they historic sites that people can come see at any time? Well, the first three, uh, Stanhope, Lumerick, and Campbell Cottage, are still homes and families live there. 
and they open up for the pilgrimage. Coatsworth was the home of Senator Jay-Z George, and it is um, it now belongs to the uh, Coatsworth Cultural Center, and um, it's open by appointment throughout the year. But this is your time to get out and enjoy it without any, you know, appointments necessary or knocking on any doors or folks who may be home. Right, right. <laughs> you can come out and, and sort of explore. What a neat twist, though, to probably all the other goodies that come along with the festival, the food, the music, and sort of the vendors. When does this open, Pamela? I mean, is it just this one day Saturday or is it uh, spanning a day or two? The tours are Friday and Saturday. The ticket sales start at 9 o'clock, and the homes will be open till 4 every day, both days. And then um, in addition to those homes, the Carroll County General Dentist Office will be open. Um, this is located in one of our old uh, stores, but uh, it is a state-of-the-art, state-of-the-art dental facility, but they've kept all the um, inside features that they could keep. And so it's a nice mix of old and new. And we're glad that we've got new dental equipment. So it's fun, yes. fun to see the old, but it's good to well, have you can, If you visit the uh, Merrill Museum, you can see a portable dental chair that belonged to a dentist here many years ago. And I'm so glad I don't have to I was sit thinking in that. that sounds terrifying. <laughs> but it just shows how far we've come and then the way, you know, our communities did things to the best of their ability um, back way back when or I guess, you know, in, in yonder years, as they may would say. Miss Pamela, where do we go to, to um, see all the times of everything to sort of plan our trip to, to Carroll County? Well, we have a website. It is visit Carrollton. MS.com. All righty. There you go. We're hoping you guys have the best weather this weekend and lots of folks pilgrimage out to what you guys are doing. I love the idea of it. And thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. All righty. There you go. So many good things still going on in places around you. There's dinner and a movie in Clinton coming up on Friday. You got Fallen to Tupelo coming up Friday and Saturday. Lob Lovely Festivals in, in Laurel this weekend. And then you got Bricks and Spokes in Vicksburg and Market on the Square in Woodville and and other festivals in Baldwin. Y'all, there's something going on in every corner of Mississippi. If you miss any of this or want to know what's going on in your area, just go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar. And we got more for you coming up next. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. 
Listen to good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm or also streaming from that app you should have, that Supertalk Mississippi app. And you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station and the Mississippi State Fair. It is almost here, y'all. That's one of the good things about October. It always comes around this time of year. You always know that there's going to be a dip in the weather at some point during the fair and then a jump in the weather at some point in the fair. One night's going to be cold. One day is going to be hot or days, but we're going to have a gamut of weather throughout the week. But it is the 164th annual state fair. It's happening at the state fairgrounds once again. You're going to have your rides. Favorite ride, Rhino? The UFO that just spins around yeah. and you get stuck to the wall. That's Neely's. Uh, that's Neely's favorite for sure. I, I, the older I get. Gravitron, the, is that what they call it? Gravi- there, well, there's. There's two. You got the Gravitron, but then you also have oh, there's it's spaceship. There's one, but there's another one that's very similar to it. I can't remember um, gravity, Gravitron. But there, no, there's two, and they're named two different things, and the the same names come into mind. But uh, I like the thing that you ride around the whole fair, the little um, the Sky Tram. Or yes, whatever. that you get to write. I like to wait till it gets not dark. It had to be, I'm out of there before it's dark. I'm too old, but dusk and then you can see um the whole fair you got the fair food interested in what your favorite fair food would be what's your go-to fair food i mean chicken on a stick is pretty tough to beat but then again there's usually something new and wonderful that's fried and i gotta try it like i've tried the fried hamburger is all right fried oreos pretty good i still like regular oreos more I think the only thing that was just, ooh, look, it's something you can only get at the fair, that I, I got it, and about halfway through it, I was like, why? Why did I spend money on this? Was the gigantic churro shaped like an umbrella handle that they pumped chocolate ice cream into. Hmm. It sounded like a great idea. I like churros. I like chocolate ice cream. Put them together. Hey, it could be good. This is way too much. I was going to say, was it just too sweet? That, and it was unwieldy. Like a turkey leg, it's got a handle on it, so you can walk around and, and hold it. The the J shape of the churro just made it to where you felt like you were going to break the bottom of it off and just have chocolate dripping out of it. And then you're mad because yeah. you've wasted it. You're just you're just and you mad. got chocolate ice cream all over you. You're, you're, yes. So let us know what your favorite fair food is. We'll get to that in a minute. But you're also going to have the games. Do you ever win a big stuffed animal? Oh yeah. Do you ever make? Did you do it for a girl? Well, of course. Would you do it not for a girl? I'd give it a shot. Uh, Probably wouldn't continue pumping money into the the guy's hands to to get it, but yeah. So they know what they're doing. Yeah. I went, I ran, I ran. <laughs> I won a fish once. I think that's about the only thing I walked away from that I actually won. Everything else at that age where you convince your parents to fork over that kind of money um, is one where you win something regardless so they yeah. get you that way. And Little you own, ducks in the pond thing. Right. And so if you actually win, then you get something bigger. But everybody wins a prize for that. 
Um, but there's some of you, though, that have got the other ones down. You know how to hit it just right with the basketball or throw in the baseball thing. You've sort of figured out the angle. And, um, yeah, I never was good at knocking over the milk cans, but I've gotten pretty good at the whole throw the wiffle ball in the big Tupperware tub because mm-hmm. it's got the springy bottom. But if you just put a little backspin on it and catch the lip, it just lands right there. And they do it to make it look like it's so easy. Well, it's because they, they're closer and at a different angle. And at a different angle. you got the rodeos that are going on as well as all the other livestock competitions. Don't forget concerts. There's even a contest this year for, I think, a singing contest. Um, American Idol, I think, is going to be there to usher people in or onto that platform or what do you call it? Like the Auditions. You know, it's it's Wednesday, but it sure feels like a Friday around here. <laughs> my brain is tired of Friday and more. And here's the cool part. It starts tomorrow, and Super Talk Mississippi wants to give you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets plus a parking pass. That's a parking pass for four of you. So either you all ride together or the other three have to pay for parking. Let me just throw that out there uh, for you. I know Beth is hard, but if you don't like them, then don't give them <laughs> Don't give them uh, the tickets to get in. Okay, be the... 22nd. 22nd. What does that have to do with the cost of living? the random number came to head. Gotcha. 22-2. Be number (laughs) 2-2. Text on the ceasefire text line. (laughs) 601-879-4395. You got a key phrase to win a pair of tickets. That key phrase is... Biscuit booth. Biscuit booth, which you know you have to stop by. And if you are in a crowd and one gets a biscuit and you forego it, once they get the biscuit, you go, I should have gotten the biscuit. And so and then then you're back in line. And so it's a whole thing. You just get the biscuit. You're going to want that biscuit. So be number 22 and you will um, get the opportunity to get four, a four pack of tickets. plus. And we won't hold the spelling of biscuit against you. Yes, because we know that it can be true. With it can be with spelling with spe- well with autocorrect autocorrect yeah. can just be uh, autocorrect can give you all kind of weird and wonderful things absolutely it can Mark from Gulfport though says Tilt a World is my favorite ride built in my hometown of Minnesota I used to work there really that's cool that Faribault Minnesota I'm glad you gave it a try I wasn't even gonna gonna do it Tilt a World is one of those that. It's tricky, man. Like one time you can get on it and feel like a grown up and you do well. And the next time, you know, if you had your chicken on the stick or whatever it may be and it hits you just right or you do it enough times, you get off kind of like, ooh, no matter, no matter your age. It's the same way with the little, um, strawberries. If you get in with the right people who can actually give the little thing a turn, you know, and kind of oh, yeah. get it going with, with like a rhythm. Strength. Then that that ride can be dangerous, right? But if you get in there with the kids that are less uh, into it, and you just sort of go around, it can be semi enjoyable. Either way, if you don't like to turn around and around like Jeff in Oxford or Jeff in Pontotoc, then you're not going to like either either one of those um, at all. I get tickled every year. We usually go with the same group of families, and me and my good friend Lauren, our favorite ride is the. Um, Oh, it's the avalanche or the whatever they call it, the um, the one that goes really fast one way and then they turn around and it goes really fast the other oh, way. Yeah. It doesn't go upside down or anything. Got the cartoon Yeti painted on it. Yes. And <laughs> because of the way that whatever it takes you and, you know, they're, they're – 
they're not worried about manners. They could care less. They see a thousand folks coming in and out every day and they just have to give their directions. But they always point at me and they're like, big one, inside first. <laughs> so you don't squish. You don't get squished. You don't squish someone who's smaller than you. I'm like, I, I, you need to just choose a different way of, or don't point. Just reference larger bodies go, you know, and then let you and whoever you're getting in there with make the, make, the decision on who needs who that needs to be. You don't have to point and be like big one there. You know, no. <laughs> that's a good way to stop somebody from getting the sweets on the on the way out, though. Shaming them into into. Yeah, if you were thinking them. about getting a funnel cake to go, you're probably double thinking. You're probably double thinking. Do we have a winner? Winner? We do. Just waiting to dinner. confirm with them. All right, we have a winner. So we appreciate you guys. Um, texting in for that uh, like we say all the time just stick with us you never know who will be giving away tickets throughout um throughout the shows and then also throughout the days with a lot of other fun things um coming up but one of my best uh, childhood memories well there's there's few we go we do the yellow slide every single year that is like i am obnoxious about it and we're going to smile at the end of it like we enjoyed it and take a picture because i have all the pictures throughout the years of our kids getting bigger and then having and then enjoying it um that way and i don't do this one as much but i remember back as a kid my daddy's last stop was always to get the big cinnamon rolls that you they're like the size of a saucer and he would wait till the very end so that way they'd be as fresh as possible and two you just don't want to carry that around and we would literally eat off of those we usually always went on a Wednesday night because that was an armband night. We would eat on it throughout the rest of the week and into the weekend for breakfast the next mornings because they were, I mean, they were just massive. But somehow they figured out the ratio of cinnamon roll to topping, and it reheated well. And I wasn't drinking coffee then, but I should have just for that. And it just was, it just tasted like. Mississippi Fair fall in, you know, fall in Mississippi, and it was just absolutely delicious. We never actually ate them there. It was something we took home to enjoy, which many of you also take home, your Malone's taffy and other goodies, uh, too. I'm trying to think of food, though. Is there anything else you take home to enjoy later? Not really. I mean, I have seen people that just really love chicken on a stick or the fair pizza. I was never a big fan of the fair pizza, but there are some people that love it that would just go and grab a couple slices to take home. Jeff, you got us tickled. March safe from the National Emergency Alert Test today. Can they do anything right? I don't know. We'll talk about that and more coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm on eat someone. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us. So we are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV and Super Talk Mississippi. They're coming up next, but they will be at Mississippi's only PGA Tour event coming up tomorrow. That's the Sanderson Farms Championship. And then Middays with Jar Gibbert will be there um, also on Friday. I think they both will be there on Friday. So you get Sports Talk tomorrow and Friday, and you get Middays Friday from 10 to 1. So it's going to be a good time. You can still get tickets for that. Go to SandersonFarmsChampionship.com. Good day to talk about that. It is National Golf National Golf Day, but it's also National Tacos and Vodka Day, both of which I have not had yet. So... <laughs> which explains nothing. But it makes you wonder, why don't they have Tequila Day on Taco Day? They didn't get they didn't get together on that one. Although, I mean... Is there a National Tequila Day? There has to be. There has to be. Yeah, it's July 24th. I was like, I couldn't imagine there not being at this at this time. But so it's it's to have your tacos on Wednesday. I know it always becomes a bigger deal when National Taco Day falls on Tuesdays. Tuesday. Do we know how that got started, Taco Tuesday? I'm sure it was a restaurant somewhere, and if I'm not mistaken, I think that very restaurant sued a whole bunch of people because it's like, hey, we came up with that. It rhymes. I get it. Well, it doesn't rhyme. It doesn't rhyme, but I mean, it goes together. Yeah. Taco Wednesday doesn't roll off your tongue like Taco Tuesday does. Not even Taco Thursday. They both start with a T, but that extra H in there messes it up. Vodka goes with any day ending in a Y. (laughs) But I guess today is its day. So if you'd like to partake in that, have you some tacos, go play around in golf, and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Have you some liquid taters. Have you some liquid taters with your, I guess, corn tacos, preferred, and then play around a golf. This is going absolutely nowhere. <laughs> but Jeff and Bontag mentioned Mark Safe. Did it scare the bejesus out of it? Were you like me and had no idea this was coming? Because no, I actually had a pretty good idea of when it was going to happen. And in typical government fashion, they still couldn't get it right. When you say they didn't get it right, what do you mean? So for the last week or so, they've been putting out press releases and people on the news people on social media have been giving you the heads up hey on wednesday on the floor where have i been at 1 20 in the afternoon we're going to test the national why alert system i have no idea why That's they picked the that dumbest time ever okay but then they couldn't even get it right they went off two minutes early and it's not like it's Oh, everybody has different times. No, everybody's phone has the same exact time. It's all coming from a freaking atomic clock somewhere. Because it's me pushing the button who got real excited and went early instead of waiting for my exact time that I was supposed to do it. That is why no one has ever given me the ability to lift the lift the thing and push any 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 important buttons because that would be me. I'd either be early or I'd be late. One of the one of the two. You would think it'd be automated though. To right. be honest, like you think at this point there wouldn't be a. And if it is automated, then someone. Then you makes you wonder: is it is it like a dial? Like did they have to turn the dial hand to to actually one twenty and and they get it two rungs too soon? Then or is it digital or? You would think it has to be digital because they're yeah. dealing with everything electronic, it seems. On purpose because they knew everyone would turn their phone off, says 
Okay, we're not. It's not a conspiracy show here, but I mean, I get that. Like, just you know, if you want to. Some people take that a little too far. I just made sure to hit the snooze button on it as soon as it went off because it's like you are early. What's the purpose of it? The, the uh, well, if you want to put the tinfoil hat no, back on, no, no, Russia tested their system today too. So I want to just—is it? You know what? This is why I'll get abducted by aliens <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't even know this was happening. Well, so it's the I modern was... version of the EAS. You ever been listening to the radio or watching TV? Apparently, I don't. You get that tone, and then it's this is a test of the emergency broadcast. Yes, system. and the tornado this sirens is, go yeah, off. This is the news. newest iteration of that because there aren't as many people whose eyes are glued to a TV or guilty. or tuned into the radio Apparently as much guilty. as they were in the past. <laughs> whereas you have a whole bunch of people glued to their phone so if something needed to be spread if a message needed to get out like (laughs) zombies are invading the southern border then you'd get it on your phone and let's be clear i didn't think something traumatic was happening like in terms of the alert i didn't know the alert was coming so the actual sound of it scared the bejesus out of me i just wasn't prepared for everything watch phone everything to start going off and apparently i am just Way out behind. I am out of the loop. Probably where I need to be, but not you. So stick with us. You got more coming up with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.